All right, this is Randalicious. Welcome to the 10th Texas Podcast. There's not going to be any fuck-ups this time. I can see that it's recording my voice, so hopefully nothing goes wrong. Uh, I don't really have an excuse for the last one. Sorry about that. I'm really disappointed in myself. If you guys have any questions, topic suggestions, or anything else for the next podcast, leave a comment or fill out the form in the description. But let's get into it. I'm Randalicious, and I'm the leader of Hexus. Um, trans, I'm ranked 16 overall. I'm Clayton, I'm ranked one magic and also uh, admin in Texas. I'm Tsar, future 200 mil slayer. I'm Maz, lead fashionscape pioneer and expert. <laughs> I'm Racer and ranked 12 overall. Alright, so the GE's been out for just over a week now. What are your guys' thoughts on it so far? Do you like it? Dislike it? And why? Uh, I'm mostly indifferent, but I guess I like it slightly more than I dislike it, just because I don't have to worry about keeping up with Zyba's offers 24-7. I really like it because it's so much easier to get supplies. People said it would, like, all Bibles would get more expensive. But I haven't seen, like, a big difference in that. I fucking love it, dude. Um, I got a lot of Herbal levels up. I have, like, um, 96 Herbal banked. And it's just so much fucking easier. And with the Achievement Diaries, like, like I can't even imagine some of the tasks without the GE. Like, the magic paralogs that you needed, I would have gone insane if there wasn't a GE. How do you get those? You have to do the whole Shades of Morton mini quest for like sacred oil and then put that on the magic log and can nobody you, fucking sells those. Can you just buy it in the GE? Yeah, they're like 9k. <laughs> wow. I like it since it's now easier to build yourself things. Like, I am in for a 99's meeting so I don't have to keep running to people sell me bars. Yeah, it would get real annoying. I, I really like the GE so far. First day, I really didn't like it. I was complaining a lot. Um, the buy limit on dart tips were 3k on the first day and that's like a minute of fletching every four hours first day I was pretty upset with the limits but they've increased limits and they're going to obviously be increasing them in the future but I really love how the GE's been so far it's just been really awesome like shit I'm going to bed and in my sleep I'm selling like 500,000 darts overnight I mean it's really fucking over. This is more overpowered than six-hour guthins overnight. Fuck, I'm getting selling all this shit overnight. I, you need to relax. <laughs> but it, it's it's really amazing. Uh, just all of the overnight buying and selling. It's I've really enjoyed doing it and haven't really got any negative things to say about the GE so far. Huge fan of it so far. Yeah, I like the GE a lot too. Like, uh, I made a lot of my money on RX3 from flipping and stuff on the GE, so it's nice to be able to have like an alternative way of making money. And it is a lot easier for buyables, obviously. So I don't really have anything bad to say about it. Yeah, the, buy the buyables are definitely really easy. Like, I put in an offer, I think on the second day, for 100 Calquit seeds, and I got all 100 of them or so instantly at like 2.8k each that that's just insane how awesome that is have you guys got any really good deals or something like that uh, from the GE so far 
I keep sniping, like, low-level items, like, random items, like, those fucking moon hostas that people have to make for diaries. Yeah. People just sell them for, like, one GP each, and I bought, like, ten of them for, like, um, two GP. I have, like, five right now, so I think that's, like, fifteen in total. I bought, like, 50k Marantils for, like, fifteen each. What? I don't know if that's really cheap or... But... Is that enough <laughs> for 200 mil prior? Yeah, way more than enough. <laughs> I bought, um, I accidentally bought, like, 800 Harlander seeds for 20 each. I think that was a pretty good deal. A lot, lot, of, lot of really good deals, though, that you can get if you put in a stupid low offer. Someone just tries to sell the item for, like, 1 GP. Alright, with the GE in the game now, would you guys like to see coin share and loot share? Uh, I don't do a lot of passing, but, I mean, I would like to see coin share and loot share, personally. I mean, I don't see any reason to not have it. Maybe I'm overlooking something, but... Uh, doesn't it, like, um... Like, with coin share, does it put the item on the GE automatically, or it just gives you coins based off the market price? It puts the item into the GE automatically. Are, are you sure? It puts it into the GE, it fulfills the highest offer, and then it splits the average price. It doesn't split um, what it sells for. Okay. And then, yeah, it's fine. I mean, I don't really care either way, but might as well. It's... Uh, I'll, I'll go into it. It, it's, it sells to that person who's buying it at the highest price then, right, Maz? It generates gold, if that's what you're worried about. It does generate a lot of gold, if an item is crashing. Does it? Yeah, but the person who's buying it at the highest offer, do they yeah, get, they it? get the item. Gets the item? Okay, yeah. okay, all right, all right. I see, I see what you're saying. I think it would be a pretty good update because you wouldn't have to go PVMing with people you know. You can just go with whoever and still be able to like split the loots. Yeah, it would be really nice since there's no more PVMing scheme after that. I, I, I don't see any negatives to it, um, aside from maybe um, what Maz is going to talk about with there being extra money flowing into the game, but I like what Razor has to say with it being like you can just go and do PVM with anyone you like and you don't have to worry, like, is this dude going to scam an Elijah from me? Uh, I know that if, like, if I were to do Corp with some random fuck and he got an Elijah I would, I would, I would, bet, I would bet my money that he would not split it with me. Uh, but yeah, I, I think it would be a good update to come to the game, and I'd be all for it. All right, so I want loot share because that's pretty cool. There's not really any downsides to it, but coin share, like they can add coin share, but I think they should have to rework it as opposed to how it usually what like normally is. So like it goes, it sells the, it fulfills like the highest offer in the GE, and it splits the average price of the item, like the guide price of the item, with the players who get it. So let's say, it it can be okay if the item's like not crashing, but let's say like there's an imaginary god sword and it's like 25 mil, and the highest offer in the GE to buy it is like 22 mil, and then somebody gets the imaginary god sword as a drop, they get it, they get 25 mil split. And the guy buys it for 22 mil. So there's like 3 mil just generated on the spot into the game. Which is kind of fucked, but... Yeah. But if it's rising, it has the opposite effect, right? No. Why not? 
because they still buy it for the full. Because if somebody buys it for twenty-eight mil, they buy it, um, the item for. Tw Holy okay, maybe you're. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> um. Well, I guess it's the big problem with it was um in RS3 at least, the fucking sigils are like ha a third of the price that they're meant to be, and it's just making so much money coming to the game just from um the CS gap. What, right, is what, the, what is the difference between what is the difference between loot share and coin share? Um, what do you mean? It's like I know that coin share. Obviously, you get like if you if you get like a a hilt, you'd get the money for that hilt. Like the fuck's loot share? I don't know do any share TDM, is so I don't really know. Okay, so um, everyone has like an an imaginary balance. Well, not really imaginary because it's an actual number, but you can't see it. It's invisible, but you have like an imaginary loot share balance. So if you, let's say, an AGS drops, and the AGS is worth 55 mil, and it's a duo, one person loses 55 mil. Um, no, they don't lose 55 mil. They lose um, 55 mil loot share points, but they get like half, they get the amount that they lost divided by the amount of people that, that split with, if that makes sense. So if you do an AGS, the person who gets it, if it's like 60 mil, they lose 30 mil, and the people that are with them gain 30 mil all state. So, and that loot share is like, it just lets you get more loot later on. This kind of sounds like a way to balance out, um, like RNG drops, if I'm hearing that correctly. Yeah, if, if you miss like an LA, for example, you're just going to get like every single fucking drop when you go to another group. Okay. All right, Until all right. your loot share balance goes away. Okay. Alright, so on uh, the GE preview stream, uh, Archie came up with the idea of a GE rooftop course. My question for you guys is how dumb of an idea is a GE rooftop course? I think agility is already on a good XP per hour, and there's no reason to have roof on GE and people running over it. Uh, I didn't watch that stream, but, I mean, GE has one roof, so, I mean, it wouldn't be like the other agility courses where you hop roof to roof, the Grand Exchange is just one big roof. We would even, like, what would you even, like, jump on? Shit, I don't know, maybe maybe you would put some hurdles in, or... Yeah, just a flat roof right now. <laughs> yeah. I can't imagine them growing onto it. I I think that the idea is stupid as hell. Um, Archie just said a stupid thing, and then he was like, oh, this is actually a good idea. No, no, it's a terrible idea. It's just, if you're going to come out with any kind of agility thing, make it in, like, the elf place. I don't want to embarrass myself by trying to say what the name is but let ya let ya <clears throat> I guess I, I put, put one in let ya and make it like a 95 agility course I don't know but there, there's no re there's like well, I don't think there's any reason for them to add in a rooftop course at the GE that's stupid as hell and I would be really pissed if they did and I hope that they don't Um, I just want to go back, Trance, on the last question because I kind of fuck I was wrong. 
and the highest buy offer gets it for the medium price. So if they buy it for 28, if they have a 28 mil offer and it's 25 mil average, they will get it for 25 mil. They just get three mil coins back for no reason. So it is uh, okay. pure inflation. I don't know why that didn't cross my mind. But uh, you know what I think would be cool? Like they already have like the map for the GE like set up. They should have like make an elite requirement just to get up there. And it'll have like the little bank boots from the underneath up there. So it's like like elitist cunt place for bank standing. <laughs> hey, I don't hate that idea. I, I, I would vote for it actually. You get the whole GE to yourself. There's like no lag. Well, there's like no people to make you lag even more. You won't see any beggars up there. That's for sure. What do you guys, what do you guys think about an elitist area on the top of the GE? Me. I'd vote for it. What I'd probably you? vote for it. Man. What was that, Clayton? I said I'd probably vote for it, but I mean, I don't, don't really care so much either. Yeah, I'd rather them do nothing, but I would vote for that. All right, so next, moving on to achievement diaries. Have any of you guys done the achievement diaries yet? Yes. Congrats. I did the Varrock one. It's the only one I plan on doing for the for a really really long time. I went through all of the rewards and everything for all of the other things besides Varrock and none of them really have an immediate impact or useful to me at this point in time. Um you can make the argument like I should do the Canifus one to like start loading up on bone meal for doing Slayer eventually, but I don't really see that as a big deal. None of them are really beneficial to me right now besides the battle stabs, or I mean Varrock to get the battle stabs. So I don't have, an, and I also only have like 215 quest points. I think there's like 20 more quests that I have to do on top of like uh, getting chompy kills, getting the barbarian assault levels. I think that might be the only stupid ass tasks left to do because I did leech a void set and a white knight master uh, like last week but I don't plan on doing any of them for a while um I did do the achievement diaries yeah did them all yeah all of them I didn't did one yet I am for Varrock for 99 mini yes the top will be really helpful for that. I've done a few of the easy ones on my main account, but uh, I don't really plan on doing them just yet. But I've done, like, I think most, all but two of them on my Iron Man account, uh, just for the easy ones, of course. But other than that, now I haven't really done much. Alright, uh, this is for you, Trance. Uh, someone said, great job on being first to get the uh, Achievement Diaries all done, and they want to know, how long did it take you? Uh, it took me like 20 hours, but, um, like, all the people who, was, like, who were like, I did it in 17 hours, but I didn't have a palm tree planted. Yeah, but you also killed one boss at Godverse Dungeon, and that took me like three hours, so that took I don't you hear it. three hours? To, to do all the Godverse bosses, yeah, because you got to get the kill count. Armadillo kill what? counts AIDS. Sarah Doman kill counts AIDS. I've never done any of that shit, so it took me like two tries to do them. Eight kills of each? I thought it was just one. No, one, one of each. Kill, the kill count. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, they killed like 40 ABNCs. Like, parted. 
I'm surprised that took you a long time. That seems like an easier one. What? What? Would it be Would it be easier to get the ecumenical keys before you do that? Or would it not? I, did, I, I, I don't know. You should, also, the you should have bosses, done that for Arma. I got screwed on the ability bosses too, because I didn't know... I didn't know that if you started a stage task and did another task in between finishing the stages, that it would reset the stage counter. So I had to kill like all the bosses in the wilderness like three times too. Yeah, that's kind of stupid. Some people just killed the same one three times and that way. You overall really like doing it. it though? I guess, yeah. I wanted to go for it myself, but I had like an exam the same day and I forgot a cow card seat anyway, so I kind of gave up. <laughs> Took me an hour to get chewed bones too. I already had those. Like, I think I finished it really quickly because I just like cruised through um, the ones that people didn't have done. Like, I had the scepter thingy, I had the uh, chewed bones already done. So I was on a, I was at an advantage, but I couldn't like do anything about it. How long do you think it would take someone to do um, if they had like all the preparations done prior to starting, like just having to do all the tasks like straight through? Uh, I don't know, fourteen hours. Pretty yeah, I'd say around there. Still a good amount of time that needs to be put into it. All right, um, do you guys like how the achievement diary looks? or like the achievement diary armor looks um, if so what is your favorite piece of it honestly I haven't like I've seen one picture of it to me it just looks you know purple I kinda like how it looks though but uh, I wouldn't say I have a favorite piece maybe I mean the Varrock armor just because of the bonus but other than that I, I don't really have much of an opinion on that either uh, I hate how it looks as a whole. I think it just looks so fucking beefy and just ugly. I don't know. It looks like it's some good-ass armor with how it looks, but it's just really kind of cosmetic and just sucks. Uh, I hate I hate it as a group. I do like the Varrock armor by itself. Like, I'm bank standing right now wearing the Varrock armor. It uh, looks, looks pretty good. Um... But I, I really don't like it as a whole. Um, the only piece I really like is the uh, RD cloak, and that's because I loved it in RS2. But I, I like it less than the full black version. I don't like the purple on it that much. I didn't like much. They look so big, but but I like the RD cape. It's an RD cloak, man. Get it right. Yeah. <laughs> uh. I actually like most oh, of it. I don't. I don't. I mean, I'm not gonna wear hardly any of it besides like the Arda cloak and the Varak chestplate. But overall, I kind of like how most of them look. Um, I like the <clears throat> the cloak, Arctic cloak, the most. Cause it's like the only thing you can wear like anywhere, where it would be beneficial to wear it. Um, and the rest of it, it kind of looks like Torva, which is like. This used to be the best armor in Skip 3, but as Ryan said, it's like, doesn't do anything, has no good stats or anything. What are your guys' thoughts on them making the Lumbridge and Drainer diary free to play? Um, I think it's good that they made some of the uh, tasks. Um, areas free to play because they're free to play. 
players have like a chance of you not know, doing the achievement areas before they become members. Uh, I don't really care. I mean, the more members exclusive content there is, the more members you get. So. I do feel you with that, but I think maybe giving them just a little bit of a taste of what the Achievement Diaries are like could draw in more members. I I think it would be good for free-to-play, and I'd be all for voting in favor of it. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, free-to-play has to have some type of uh, content where they can you know, taste what it's like. And, you know, if they have one diary, you know, there's all, like, how many of them? Eleven, something like that. So, I mean... Just having one set is not going to be really a big deal, but it would give them a taste of what it was like. Especially with them wanting to come out with a bunch of achievement diaries for Zaya as well. I can imagine there being anywhere from like one to five, depending on how fucking big it is, really. So, I mean, we're going to end up seeing 15 plus diaries or so soon. So, would definitely be in favor of just letting them get one. I don't mind in some content for freeze. Looks good. Like there are players too, they need some special content. They don't have many any place to go or to play like us. Um I'm okay with them making the free version like the uh, easy versions um free to play. But like the elites I feel like I don't see how they can make them um elites free to play because they wouldn't keep the requirements, would they? Some of them wouldn't wouldn't assume so. I mean, they'd probably do like easy, medium, maybe hard. I don't know. I, feel, I, I see what you're saying there. I'd be okay with giving them like all the easy diaries that they can get to. So like Varrock, um, what else is there? Falador. Well, they can't really get to half a fa Oh, I don't know what Falador is actually. Uh, Falador includes like Taverly and Birthrope, I believe. But what about the easy ones? Uh, I'm not sure. I mean, like, I guess they could, like rework like any location free to play members can go where for the easy tasks can be done free to play, but that's about all that they really can do because they would have to rewrite like everything. Yeah. If if they made um, they're all free to play and the requirements would change. With the achievement diaries, uh, it's now made the Sears Agility Course 58k XP per hour if you have the Kandarin Hard Diary completed. It's now faster than Relica and Palvanich, and Trance is saying it could arguably be better than Artie due to getting more marks of grace from it than Artie. How do you guys feel about this? Do you think it should be nerfed? I mean, it, I don't know. What, what's your guys' take on this? I think it's uh, yeah, fair I mean, since you Sorry. I think it's fair since you have to complete the diaries first and the XP that matter like the ninety to nine nine and you use the ID on that. So it's okay to me. <clears throat> I think it needs nerf personally, because I mean it's it's not hard to get the requirements for it and then it makes it faster than you know the course that you use up until level eighty seven. So I mean you're using a level 60 core, so it shouldn't be that high. I think it's pretty bad that it is like that, because I don't think it was intentional to be that way. I don't think they made that reward so that uh, the CS course would be like 58k an hour. Kind of mistake.
in that sense, it really bad and should get nerfed. Oh, absolutely, I don't think it was intentional. I don't think John C. thought of it as being... I don't think he tested that. I saw Trance tweeted at him, like, did you test it? I don't think that even came to mind for him to want to even test or even think about being something he should test for. I don't like that it's better XP per hour than Relica and Palmanich. It's... Uh, just doesn't make sense to me, and I know that some people, like Cesar said, like you have to complete the diary to be able to get it, but at the same time, the wrecks aren't really hard to get, and shit, it just shouldn't be higher than Relica and Palmanich. Yeah, um, it was obviously unintentional, and if on release of Rooftops, they had made Sears the level 70 course instead of Palmanich, which means really no logic to making Sears... 60 and probably at 70. We wouldn't even be having this conversation because it'd be 64k an hour and would be instantly nerfed. Yeah, I hope that they address it, but I highly doubt that they will. So it seems that it seems to be an overpowered, uh, unintentional reward. What other achievement diary rewards do you think are a little bit too OP? I, I'm okay with uh, most of them. But that that one does sound really dumb. Uh, the red chin spot. It's not OP enough. As Trance said that it's not instanced. Correct? Yeah, correct. I mean, it said it's supposed to be a private area. It's not fucking private if other people can poke their heads in there and dick around. I think our other balance said to the hex, but I seen a glitch yesterday that you can use the Edgeville furnace without the task. Without any task, you can use it. Is that the closest um, um, furnace to bank? Yeah. 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 Wow. That should definitely be looked at. I don't think there's anything other than that that has been said already. This OP. Uh, I think all of the farming things add up to be really OP. Like. The, the time of, you reduce the time of, like, herb runs by, like, 20%, added a new herb patch, and you get more herbs per bead now, and you don't have to protect pallet or patch. A lot of things for farming that really combined make it really OP. It has definitely devalued it, I agree with that. Yeah, I've noticed that too. It's devalued farming a little bit, but overall, I don't think that it's you know too overly overpowered. I guess uh, as far as like an overall picture, but some of them like the farming and the the agility course. That's you know those are overpowered. The most overpowered reward is the fucking double chompies. You get fucking bombarded by those things. You can't keep up. <laughs> like it's just I had like. 12 up at one point. I just couldn't do anything. 12? ate all my frogs. What? You had 12 chompies out? Yeah, because you just keep spawning. It's just really stupid. I, I can't deal with it anymore. It's too many. <laughs> Jesus. I think that the Varrock armor is a little bit overpowered. I'm glad that it does not work at Motherload Mine. I remember when Jonathan released like the rewards diary on it. He was uh, when it was like when they were planning on making Motherload Mine like 20% faster as a uh, like elite reward as opposed to like making the ore 10% better. 
and I was saying uh, a lot a lot of people were uh, Aubrey was in it with me. We were saying like that there it shouldn't be like that. It would become better than granite. And then he um, was asking if we think it's the Varrock armor should work the same like for pay dirt as it would for other ores. And um, he ultimately decided not to have Varrock armor work um, on the load as well. So I do like that. The Varrock armor could have been so much more overpowered. And I'm glad it isn't. But I, I think it's pretty fucking helpful for mining that not a lot of people are going to talk about. Alright, what is the most recent achievement or milestone that you guys have gotten? I guess it would be tuna milk cooking. Good shit. Uh, I got 99 fishing yesterday and I got mad because I live in Brazil and we can't 3 or 4 ticks fishing here because we got a really bad ping so I just had to AFK. But it was a nice time with Key. <laughs> yeah, really relaxed, and that's, that's how I did fishing. Of course, you couldn't three-tick back then, but I wouldn't have done it anyway. <laughs> uh, I guess my most recent achievement was getting the Varrock armor. It, I had to do, like, five fucking quests to do it. I had to do the museum kudos. It took a while, and I was really getting pissed off. I threw my phone against the wall. Uh, <laughs> slammed my mouse on my desk in anger because I was doing the in aid of my reek and I had to bank so many fucking times because I like one time I didn't have a hammer another time I didn't have a pickaxe another time I um didn't have uh, some coal and it was just really pissing me off so I'm really proud of myself for doing the Barack <laughs> armor uh, people say that People who get bored of this game and quit, they do that because they do quests. Like, I was so lost and clueless and pissed off doing those quests. I can understand why people quit the game now. That shit will make anyone quit. Um, I guess this is the achievement diary, Kate. But, um, I haven't done much with skills, really. Because I've been kind of trying to get my achievement diary levels without having to boost because I had the requirements for a while but I had to boost for all of them pretty much but I only had to boost for like mining this time and I did that with the dragon pickaxe special so it wasn't even much um aside from that I also got my I'd say another big milestone is 2,000 trouble bring points for the cool flag that you get it's pretty cool what does it look like um it, oddly enough it's like the cheapest flag because there's like five flags there, but it's the best looking flag, even though it's the cheapest. Um, it's just like a big, imagine the Castle Wars flag, but with like a pirate sign on it. Okay, does it have like a skull and crossbones or something? Skull and like scimitars, I think. Link it in TeamSeek if you can. Alright, one sec. I'm just going though. Clayton? Yeah, I just started playing RuneScape again, like, like more than you know, an hour a day because I was busy with work, but since I just moved I've only had time to play for like a week or two now so I haven't actually had time to achieve anything to be honest <laughs> okay alright yeah. uh, on the most recent Q&A they said that there's going to be a Slayer update coming in about 7 weeks at the end of April what update in it do you most want to see like co-op Slayer, efficient slaying, boss lane etc 
Um, I want to see boss slaying. I really don't care about the rest, to be honest. Um, th didn't they say they can't do co-op slayer the way they wanted to, like in RS3 or RS2, where and they can only give you like a task and you can share it with a friend for like half of it? Is that what what they said? I don't know exactly what their words were on it. I don't recall. I think it was, I hope it's not like that. They, they, I think they want to do some tweaks to it from how they originally offered it last year. Because last year when they pulled it, it failed. It did have like 55 to 60%, I believe. could be off by a few percentages. But it did have the majority of people in favor of it. But I think a lot of people voted no to it just because they didn't have a really good understanding of it. So I think they're going to tweak a few things to it and offer it again. I don't want them to be able to share tasks because I feel like that's going to be like abused. You could just sell your diagonal task to somebody. That's fucked up. Ooh, that, that, hey, that would be something really interesting. Like, how much would you pay for a dag task, for for example? I don't know. Well, like half, half a dag task, but yeah. I, really I want don't. to see how co-op slayer will work. Would be good, let's say, with a friend, but with the same system as the other landscape. Like, you just receive the XP for what you kill. If your friend kills something, nothing happens to you. Just count as a task. Uh, I think I'd most likely to see them release the exact rates of each task. Like, I don't know, honestly, like, each task has a certain uh, weight, like 1 through 5. And based on that is how frequent you get them, and there's a certain amount of weights. So <clears throat> even if you have a bunch of things blocked, you can figure out the exact chance of you getting each task. That'd be really helpful for figuring out like exact XP rates on for more than several hours. I would really like that a lot. I was tweeting Reach about it uh, maybe two weeks ago, three weeks ago, and I asked him to release them. And he asked me like if I wanted an individual one, and I said that I'd want them all. And I think Ash came in and said it would be very difficult for them to like present that information. I would really love to see that. One thing I guess I'd really like to see would be like the efficient slaying. Uh, I know that's really uh, kind of biased to say, but I would I would like it if you were kind of on some time trial slayer. Say so you get assigned like 200 black demons and you're said to kill them within an hour or an hour and I guess an hour and a half would be more fair. I don't know. I don't know how exactly they would calculate that out, but I would I would like to see some efficient slayer where you get not extra XP, but extra Slayer points for doing it. I would like to see, like, new monsters. Like, nothing that's, like, increased XP power, but just, like, new monsters, new drops. Just anything that's not really uh, high XP power. So something comparable in XP to, like, Fire Giants, Hellhounds. Yeah. Things like that. Okay. What is your guys' opinion on them doing something like this in the future Slayer update? Where you could pay 50 Slayer points to double your current task. So if you could assign like 199 DAGs, you pay 50 Slayer points, and then you have 398 DAGs. Do you guys like that idea? Not like it? Why? Uh, I think Slayer's already fast enough, and you can just increase your XP per hour by dumping your points into canceling mediocre tasks like Greater Demons and Hellhounds. So. You will be able to like double like Diana task. Um, 
all the record, all the Slayer records would just be like fucked up because pretty much, pretty much get if you suck up on a lot of Slayer points, you pretty much be getting double Slayer XP because of being able to kill twice as many monsters every task if it is a fast task. Well, Slayer records are going to continuously become fucked because of all the updates they're going to be doing to that. So I don't. And diaries. Yeah, yeah. Lips. Gonna be a lot of faked records like that, but yeah. Um, what are your thoughts, Desire or Clayton? Yeah, I think it'd be a good idea. Um, I mean, because you have, you'd have to pay 50 Slayer points, for example, to do that. So I mean, it's not like it would be really cheap to do it. Like but. you would, you'd essentially be skipping like three or four tasks, like the equivalent of that, to get those. Right. Would be nice to double a Zemi task or a Mario task. Or maybe double call fight for more XP. Yeah. You get like double dark beast or double black demon. Talking to Cannon Slayer and all these things. I was lovely doing a Smoke Devil boss. Like I I end the task and got oh no, I wanna kill more. But <laughs> couldn't get another task. Be nice to double your task. I I'm in favor of it. I don't know. I I think it might. I don't know about the points, but I do kind of like the idea of it. Obviously, it would increase the XP per hour, but I'm a I'm a fan of it. I'd vote for it. Um, Slayers and I just keep getting faster and faster. So I kind of really don't give a shit. But um, I I honestly would not care if it got doubled or if something like that happened or not I wouldn't care enough to push for it either though alright um, skilling related stuff um, someone asked how the five minute um, records the five minute fletching records on CML are done uh, what people are doing what I'm doing what other people are doing are just doing um, darts the entire time it's it can get up to the mills like we're talking like three mil plus an hour on Addy so it's really easy to get it's probably gonna be the most fucked uh, rate on there um, someone's, someone had a question for me saying uh, seeing as I'm just over 99 runecrafting how did I make my money for fire making and crafting XP uh, for fire making when I did that I didn't have an alt at the time I just really just spent a lot of my money uh, but 90% of my money since about October September has come from an alt and looking forward to in the future maybe progressing that from instead of doing wyverns into doing room crafting because of how profitable this shit's starting to get and with the overcrowd overcrowdedness of wyverns the decrease in profit per hour and the increase in GP per hour from room crafting it's really making it something I really want to get into. I do have all the supplies, uh, S, binding necks and whatnot to do that, but I guess I'm just going to wait for a point in time when I feel comfortable getting the levels for that. Why don't you just do runecrafting on your main if you like it so much? I don't like runecrafting. I like money. Alright. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's I didn't. Because... I didn't say that I liked runecrafting. I I really don't enjoy it, but I I, I enjoy the money. 
Um, what RuneScape players have had the biggest influence on your on you guys? Like, if it, whether it be like efficient skilling, motivation, or anything like that, who's had the biggest influence on you? I would say Alkin has. He was kind of the person who got just like got me to start doing skilling, like going for 99s and stuff, like back in pre OC. Um. And also when O7 came out, when he was going for Max, I like watched his videos and stuff. Um, but later on, like when Jebrim like was streaming when he was going for Max, he really got me into like doing things like like micro efficiency and things like that. First one I looked up the most whenever I like first started playing uh, RuneScape was Zarfot. He quit a few years ago now, but. Uh, He's who kind of got me into efficient skilling, even though I'm not the most efficient skiller. But that's uh, that's who my like most motivational player is. Um, I don't think I really have one to be honest. I don't. Yeah, I don't think any persons have a, had a big influence on me. Well, I guess um, a friend made me play make an RS3 Iron Man, but that's about it. Cause he made it look cool. It's about it though. Uh, I, I would say the first two people that come to mind for me are E-Fire and Green Wave. Rest in peace, both. Um, Leo, I guess, um, helped me want to start doing efficient skilling a lot more and was really good friends with Green Wave. And he was top 10 at the time. And I was like rank 100, 200, something like that. And uh, he had a really big influence on me. Um, early on and uh, got a lot of motivation from him in wanting to start playing a lot more efficiently and I say currently I guess Jace motivates me a lot trying to keep up with him him and I are like in an arms race to pass Adam uh, I think Vestbold will do prayer or something and uh, become out of reach for us but I like that the two of us are pushing each other to go even harder than what we did before. Maybe the player that I get inspired is Wood. I love the way that he killed the bosses, like, so split freaking and all the shit, like, the, his attempts to kill Nex solo, uh, when he punched Jad, I have my own video of when I kill Jad flicking prayer too here in old school, but it doesn't look the same. I'd say Wood's. Uh, definitely, hands down, the cap. <laughs> yeah! Yeah. Cap King gives me a lot of motivation as well. If you're not fucking some shit up, I don't know what the fuck you're doing. If you, yeah, if you're not if you're not making gains, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> cap King 2015. And 14 and 13. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, he, he's great. Uh... Do you guys think anyone in the high-level community will uh, start buying bonds to afford using methods way over way over normal EHP? Like if they buy like a bill and they start doing like mahogany tables or something like that. Do you think anyone's gonna do that? I'd say yes, because there is always someone crazy. Like one or three people will be doing that. 
Uh, I don't think anyone in the high-level community is that dumb. I can definitely imagine some staker kid that no one's ever heard of getting like two animal prayer on dag bones, AFKing the whole time, and no one's gonna give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. I don't think anyone in the high-level community will. It's, I mean, all all the, all the money to be able to do that can be made on the side. So I, I mean. I don't think anyone's going to do it. I hope no one does, and I don't think I don't think anyone's rich enough to do it. If I won the lottery, I'd probably do it, but <laughs> I don't plan on winning the lottery. I don't think anyone's gonna do it. I mean, if you wanted to buy, let's say, like two more fire making with um, realist money, <laughs> it's so expensive to do it. So, like, I don't think anyone would do it. I think due to the cost, I agree with you guys. I don't think it's going to be a, a big deal from, like, the high-level community. I can see, you know, like, casual players wanting to buy, like, you know, 50 mil or whatever worth of bonds, but I don't see somebody spending, like, you know, like, one bill or whatever on you know, mahogany tables or anything expensive like that because the cost would just be way too outrageous. Um, I think if anyone wanted to do it, they would have done it already. Because there's nothing stopping you from just doing it from um, RS3, swapping it over. That's completely illegal. If they wanted to do it, they would have done it already. So they're not going to do it now. That's a good point. And that being said, I just got a Chompy Bird pet. Oh. At 2466 kills. Congrats. That's a lot of kills. Congrats. Well, minus 1,000 because I already had 1,000. So 1,466 kills. What's the drop rate in I saw Aubrey got one. Yet. 500. 500? Damn. Luck yeah. wasn't on your side. I saw that Aubrey got best one pet to be after like with. 40 kills or something. It How does it look? Do you like it? It looks like a chompy, man. I hate them. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, moving on. What do you, This is from Oi. What do you guys think is the most boring skill in general and why? I would say mining. It's like I don't know, there's no, nothing like special to it, it's like just, just mining. I, th I think fire making is pretty boring, it's, the only fun part of it is, I guess, uh, back, or, I don't know, fuck, fire making is boring, that's all I really got, there's not much to it at all. Um, probably combat, if you're not doing Slayer. You're just like if you're just like in nightmare, even if you're not like AFKing overnight, Nightmare Zone combat's pretty boring. Indeed. I would say mining, since you don't profit, it's low XP per hour, and you click too much. And I hate the curve, the curve, by the way. Um, I'd say fire making because it's boring enough to just keep. It's it's boring enough. Um, sorry, it's. Tedious enough to soak up your attention, and boring at the same time. So you have to pay attention to it, and then you're not really doing much. It's just really fucking anticlimactic. Me agility is like the most boring skill. I mean, it was one of my last skills to max on RS3, and it's one of my lowest skills now. I just don't enjoy it. Yeah. Someone says, Randy, how does it feel to own the better half of the dart tip market? Uh, 
what are other people's thoughts on the Monopoly? Uh, I have a lot of people buying me tips, and I, I cannot thank those people enough for all the help that they've given me. been doing millions and millions of darts a week, and that wouldn't be possible without the help of everyone else. And I don't know if it's owns if I own the better half of the dart tip market. I kind of I don't I don't like the monopoly word for it, but I do have a lot of friends who are buying me them, and that's fantastic. I appreciate their help. All right, what are your guys' thoughts on the Soulless podcast that they're planning on doing it soon? It's going to be bi-weekly, and it's going to be kind of like the same format as us. It seems like an exact replica of it. Uh, I don't, I don't really mind. I mean, they can, they can do what they want. They're, they're... I mean, the format we have is... I mean, I came up with the idea from watching, like, a podcast for, like, uh, another game. I think it was, like, Diablo. I was watching a podcast for that when I used to play that, like, a year ago. It, so. there, there's definitely a large... They said that there's a large enough audience for them to do it, and that's definitely true. Uh, we only do it once every two weeks, so with... Um, I got like every single week it'd be us doing it, them doing it, us doing it, them doing it. Uh, it'll be really interesting to see. Uh, looking forward to hearing their point of view. I uh, hope they can deviate a little bit away from the way that we do it. Uh, but it, I think it should be interesting. They have the blueprint for success. So we'll see how that goes. How would you guys feel if Foot changed the EHP rates of skills to match people using alts? For example, making lavas the new EHP rate for RC. Um, I don't think they should go that far. I, I don't think that they should change the EHP rates to match alts, but I think they should be, like, they they should give people the credit of having some fucking money, like, uh. Fletching, I don't even know what they could do with fletching, because that's completely fucked it's up. It's pretty hard to, I mean, it's really hard to maintain, like, the rate you can get for a long period of time. Like, you could take any 10-minute session and say that that is the EHP per hour, but over a full hour, it would be extremely difficult to keep that up the entire time. I think they should, like, make smithing higher to match Addy Plates, because that doesn't seem right. Yeah, uh, going on the Addy Plates thing, from... From the math that I did off of when I've done room plates, or like plate legs, skirts, and two-handers, um, no magic XP, from the math that I did, and it could be wrong, I've had the EHP rate of smithing uh, with no magic included. It was at 170k XP per hour, and just doing rune um, items, it's like 200k, and Addy's like 240, so... Shit, I just want to see the EHP rates updated to match the game. Let them, you can fuck people trying to match it to people using alts. Just get it to match how the actual game is. The rates haven't been updated in a while. And I know that some people have sent foot some help and had some numbers to back up the new rates. And he just hasn't done shit about it. I just want to see the rates updated to be the way they should be. I don't think you should be forced to use alt because I know a lot of people who 
like they don't like the idea of having to use an alt to be efficient. So yeah, I don't think you should be forced to use an alt to be efficient. Yeah, uh, I don't think you should change it for alts, but you should change some things like mining, maybe fishing a little bit. Um, I think. But it. The majority of the, the majority of the skills are um, not up to date with the uh, with the game. I think they should change like smithing. They should change that to Addy plates. But uh, yeah, I don't think they should like change it to match alts because you know not everybody uses alts. I think how you said, Randy, just match it to where how the game is now. Don't just make it for people that are using alts and whatnot. Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> All right, this is from Kamikaze Hog. What is your actual time played on old school, and what is your efficiency percentage? On old school, actually, I just recently checked about a month ago. Uh, I think my days played are like is like two hundred and fifty six or something like that. But my efficiency percent is down a lot because I spent time on two hundred mil magic, and you don't get EHP for that. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't I don't know what my actual uh, if you counted magic to be efficient I don't know what that percentage would be but my my real percentage is like thirty five percent or something like if you go off Jesus. Of crystal math labs the magic killed you like I said yeah it's because of magic yeah uh, I think I have like in the high two hundreds in days like two eighty ish and the efficiency percentage is like in the high seventies now it used to be up to when it first came out I was at like 82 to 83 but now it's dropped down to like 77 in the area of that um, I play at times like 5.6k hours and my efficiency is like 73% um, I have 188 days played on all 7 and uh, my efficiency percentage is really fucking shitty. Like, it's awful. I think it's, like, probably on the same boat as Clayton's, because I just do non-skill shit a lot. But, uh, just worth mentioning, I, my time played on RS3 on the same account is around 520 days. That's so, so it's like 700 in total. I have 556 days played on RS3. That's over, like, seven same years, account. too. Uh, played about a little over 6,000 hours, so uh, my efficiency rating is like 74 and 75, somewhere in there. On the most recent update, um, Jagex removed the goblin bug that allowed people to AFK for 6 hours, and they did this without pulling it. Yeah, the, the reason they nerfed it was because people were... AF, they were You don't get XP for it, but you can just AFK on like a rock crab, and people can't kill the rock crab. But... You can just do that with splashing, not doing damage, and nobody else can attack it anyways, so I don't know why they changed that, but not splashing. I think it's useless to remove that, and I think they should remove Splasher, NMZ, Guten Scenes. It's a kind of Lego booty. I feel bad that I spent a good money on Mage and used some time to train combat, and now people basically do it for free. I don't actually know what they did with uh, Goblin Bow, but I mean, they should obviously remove Splashing and Guthams. It's, you know, been long overdue. And I get people asking me about, like, if I splash my magic XP and shit. Like, 
That's just ridiculous. I mean, I didn't splash that's got, 70 million. That's got to get annoying. Or 73 mil HP, XP, whatever my XP is. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, I mean, no, I didn't splash. I think they should have pulled something like that, because... Well, the, like, the reason... Um... Their mood is, like, people were just... Pretty much just having their accounts logged in all the time. So they would like go past the 25 uh, hour mark on their account so they could trade. But yeah, they should have pulled it. You think they should have pulled it? Yeah. I, 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 I like that, that they took action to do it without um, pulling it. And I wish they would do the same for splashing and guttons. Uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's never too late, and I don't know if this is the step in the right direction or what, but I'm really curious as to why they did it the way that they did it. I mean, they they removed that, but they're still keeping guffins and splashing. That's kind of pissing me off. The, the same kind of grieving you can do with the goblin bow, you can do with uh, splashing. So, I mean, it, Wait, it's, so it's, kind, it's kind of... To me, it kind of implies that um, getting no XP or anything like that, grieving, or even just forcing yourself to stay on with the Goblin Bow is more has a more detrimental effect on the game than Guthins and than <laughs> Splashing. That's just what it seems like to me, because they obviously don't see it as a big enough problem to fucking act on that, but they think the Goblin Bow is the worst thing in the fucking game, so they act on that. I don't, that grinds my gears. Okay, um, is, is the place for Waterbirth, like, uh, random free? Because I don't see how they would be able to AFK for that yeah, long. Yeah, you can just pay 1,000 coins, and you can get there without any quests. I, I mean, but is it, like, um, instant, is it, like, random free? Like, can you get random events? No, but to... you, uh, you only get random, if you're splashing, you get randoms, but if you're using Goblin Bow, you don't get randoms. Oh, my God. That's OP. Um... I was really rooting for those guys killing rock crabs with the goblin bow. I wanted to see who was, would be the first person to do it, but I guess we'll never find out now. Um, other than that, uh, I guess you can't really AFK those 24 hours, and well, I think it's less than that now in free-to-play anymore. That kind of sucks for the legit players, but whatever. Don't care. Alright, who do you guys think will be ranked 3 in agility? Will it be Jinj Bino? Or will it be Kaiman? I gotta go with Jin, to be honest. I mean, he has a 10 mil lead, and I haven't really paid much attention to Kaiman's games, but uh, I mean, I think with that much of a lead, and uh, like how Jin is, you know, gaining quite a bit of XP, I don't think that he'll get past, in my opinion. I think Jin does have plans at stopping at 180 mil, so. Uh, For your turn, Randy. I was going to say that. Uh, I just can't help myself. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. I know who Jinj is, but I don't know who Kamen is, so I want Kamen to win. Uh, Kamen is current rank 4. He's 10 mil behind. Shout out to Jinj for getting a uh, the 30-hour record for most agility XP. He beat Brad by just over 1k XP or so. He lost a bit of XP because there was a unplanned system update on Friday, so he lost a bit of XP there. And 
he was already up for five hours before he started, so he ended up being up for over 35 hours. I think he was up for nearly 40 by the time he went to bed. Uh, Jin just planning on stopping at like 180 mil. I wonder if he has any other plans to stop before that to do 200 mil fishing or what, but we'll see. It could potentially be Kaiman, because as Randy said, um, King is probably going to stop at 180 mil, and I don't know if he's going to do any clues, level 1 clues anytime soon. Probably only after he gets to the middle, though, but, yeah. Alright, who do you guys think will be rank 1 runecrafting? Dusty, runes, or no one perfect? Uh, I don't know. It depends on if any of them play all day, every day during the summer. I don't know if any of them are in school and don't work during the summer, but if any of them are in that position, they could take the lead pretty easily if they could play, like, 15 hours a day for three months during the summer. Wait, um, is the other guy, wait, who's this person versus uh, No One's Perfect? It's like close. Dusty has like 500k XP on No One Perfect and has had like... Is he solo? No, it, Dusty and Runes use runners. So wouldn't, uh, I don't know, I, f I figured he... I'm, I mean, No One Perfect has already run. put in more time to it already than what Dusty and Runes would have to put in to get 200 mil the way that they're doing it. Yeah, no. I really want No One's Perfect to win, because I know he does a solo, but I don't know, I, I think he would, he might just get beat, because somebody else uses runners. Yeah, I, I think No One Perfect will get it, because uh, the other day, talking in clan chat, he said that he was you know, thinking about doing lavas, uh, you know, so if he did that, he would, you know, probably win, but, you know, for the past, I'm not sure exactly how long now, but him and Dusty have been, like, within like 500k of each other for quite a while now so I think if he you know went to something like Lava's that's you know twice as fast that he would definitely get it. I would like No Perfect to win just because he is he's doing it all solo and yeah it's gonna be like another maybe eight seven or eight months before anyone even gets close yeah, definitely, definitely rooting for Nolan Perfect. He uh, is putting a lot more hours. He's got a lot more dedication. He's he's playing twice as much as Dusty and Runes, like on a weekly basis. They're just getting the same amount of XP. Um, from when I talked to Nolan, he said towards the end, uh, maybe 170, 180 mil. If 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 I guess the winner, if you. Want to use that word? If the winner is um, still up in the air as to who it would be, he would do lavas at the end to secure it. But I definitely cheering for him. He deserves it. He's earned it, and hopefully he can continue the rate that he's at. Get one, two hundred mil. So recently, Vior did a whole lot of fletching, and ended up getting three hundred EHP. In a week from it uh, I mean this kind of goes back to the do you think the EHP rates should be updated but what do you guys think about him getting 300 EHP in a week for for some for like people in the high-level community a 300 hour month would be would be really good dude did it in a week with darts what do you think 
Um, it's kind of expected because darts are so fucking fast. But I, I feel sorry for his hands right now. Well, not right now, but whatever he got that. It's I think it was really impressive being able to do all those darts for that long. It's, I mean, it looks so weird seeing it on CML, but it was pretty impressive, and that's just so much EHP, though. If you saw his um, five-minute record, it was like 20 mil XP, which was like 90 hours. So pretty much a third of that was done in six hours. Yeah. And the whole week was probably, I don't know, maybe 90 to 100 hours playtime. His, um, his day, I believe, was separate from his week. I'm pretty sure about that. That could have been. I'd have to look, but... Yeah, I remember him getting the 300-hour week, and then he did um, his stay like a bit after that. I'll, I'll, take, I'll take a look right now. I was fairly certain that they were separated, so they um, oh no, they they did occur. Unless I'm terrible at reading CML, his week. Um, no, 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 all right, all right. Yeah, they were they were together. His um. Day finished off the um, the week, so it was together. All right, all right. Who is your guys' favorite J mod and why? Uh, two J mods that I really really like a lot are Ash and Reach. I think they're both fantastic and they're they're really awesome. They're my two favorite J mods by far. Uh yeah, Ash, Wef, and uh, Reach. I'll, I'll tied up there. Probably Reach. Just because he seems like a nice guy and doesn't seem to get, like, most of the credit for the stuff he actually does. He seems to be hardworking as well, and I know he used to PVM a lot as well back before he Giving him some joined. points because he used to PVM? Yeah, he's a beast. <laughs> I like Ash. Whenever. Like, I have, I have a question about the game or whatever. And I tweet him and he always responds with like a really good answer and everything he does, like his work for the game, it's like really good. And yeah. I like Mon Ash as well. He's just like so knowledgeable about the game because he's worked at Jagex for so long. And you know, I like Mod Reach too though. I definitely agree. Uh, I don't know who said it, but Reach doesn't get as much credit. I think a lot of people give most of the credit for like all of the content stuff to Ash and they're, they're both really fantastic I like them both they're both fantastic at responding to people's questions on Twitter things like that uh, both really helpful guys I like them both uh, Re Reach is a really cool guy Ash is funny as fuck I, I like them both a lot Are you guys creating a free-to-play account at all with free-to-play out now? Uh, if so, what are your plans with it? Uh, I made a free-to-play account for a couple days, got 60 wood cutting on it, went to the use, did two inventories, gave up, have not logged on it since. <laughs> Fuck it. It's uh, stupid. Free-to-play sucks. I can see why some people would want to do it, but it's not for me. Yeah, I don't want to make a free account either. I already have an Iron Man account and a Man account, 
you know, to split time between three accounts would just be a little bit too much. And I don't, I'm not really interested in free to play either. Yeah, I'm not really interested in free to play too. Like everything on pay to play is better. Like PK is not so cool. Our skills are lower XP per hour, so I'd prefer staying pay to play. I have enough um, RS related things to do. I'm like, playing an Iron Man in my main account and like an alt half the time already. I'm not gonna put time into a restricted account that's not even fucking fun. So no. I haven't made a free to play account yet, but if I would, I would probably do like free to play PKing because I used to really enjoy that back in the day. And I might, uh, do, I might do that in the future if I'm doing like an AFK skill on my main. I have not made a free to play account. I don't have any plans on ever touching that free to play account again. It's not just not fun. Okay, now here here's a question I got for you guys that I added in. It because uh, I was doing a couple quests yesterday. My question for you guys is: What quest have you hated doing the most? Uh, I got Questcape like almost two years ago, so really remember any of them being. I don't even remember any of them really. I didn't really even mind Mornington Part Two. I don't think it was that bad. I kind of like doing the puzzle. I can only remember about one small favor that I difficult or just don't like it. Uh, I recently did underground pass on my Iron Man account, and I failed so many times. Like I think I fell like I don't know 14 times or something ridiculous. So I really hated that quest, and I thought I was not gonna like uh, Morning's End Part Two because I'd never done that even on like RS3 or anything. Whenever I did that on my main account, but it turned out to not be bad at all. I actually kind of liked that quest. I really dislike Morning's End Part Two. Because it took me like four or five hours to complete it. Not only because I failed a lot, like during the quest. Also, like at the end, when you have like you can choose between like other than having like a death talisman and gathering a bunch of items. So a guy, like a some guy, would give you a death talisman. I gathered all of those items, which took me like an hour instead of just Holy giving shit. him the death talisman. And I was so pissed when I realized that you could just give him the t death talisman. Wow, I can see why you would hate that. You know, a lot of people really hate Morning's End Part 2. Uh, I, I didn't find it to be that bad of a quest. It only took me just over an hour. i say the quest that I hate the most was the one that I did yesterday in aid of my reek. That quest was so fucking bad. I was getting so pissed off doing it. I like I don't think I've ever gotten mad at playing RuneScape before. Up until then, I was getting really pissed off just because of how many times I had to bank how many times I was forgetting the items to do the quests. Oh, it was terrible, man. I was not looking forward to doing any quests for a long time. But that quest, that quest was terrible. I have not done Darkness of Hallowvale, and I've heard that that's a terrible quest. And it's part of the same storyline, so I can see that potentially being one that I hate even more. So we'll see, but that, fuck this storyline. My least favorite quest was Imp Catcher because I love questing so fucking much and it's so short you don't get to enjoy it all. 
Questing's the best, by the way, Randy. Nah, dude. It, I was getting just so frustrated. Like, it, the guide, I was using a couple guides, and I guess I'm just an absolute idiot and have a terrible time at reading it. And I, it was, that was probably the first time that I just didn't want to play. It was so terrible. Alright, after how long of playing old school did you guys decide to start being efficient? I think it was a bit, like over maybe a year after I started playing, when I pretty much decided to start going for max. When I finished like nice there and wanted to do like some buyables that I had um, that I could afford from the money that I made from Slayer and yeah. Honestly, it wasn't even until I joined Hexus, because before that, I just, I didn't really do anything that was really that, I think it took me, like, when I joined Hexus, I probably had, like, a 50% efficiency rating, um, pretty bad before I joined. Uh, I'd say after about a month of playing, that's when I decided to start being efficient, I, first month of the game, rook. I don't know if I regret it, but I did not get much progress done at all. I was just dicking around. I had a whole lot of friends who had started playing and wasting time with them. But after after a couple, I think about three or four weeks, I was getting kind of bored with not having any money. So then I started doing Hunter, and I tried doing that as efficiently as possible. And then it just kept going and going and going. So I'd say about three to four weeks after I started playing. After I got 99's layer, I was doing Yao's kills over 80. Then I realized that all 99's wasn't that hard. Then I started to do the things. How how long were you playing before then? You started being efficient? One year and half, I think. One year and half. Okay. Um, in a way, I've never been efficient. In a way, I've always been efficient. And that, like, I always, like, these weird fucking goals are, like, quote-unquote, sometimes efficient, not efficient, you know? And I would do them, like, um, for the account I have play right now, it's, like, I'm maxing on it now, but it started off, like, as a Zerker, and I got that, I, I did, like, I did my goal of getting into a Zerker pretty efficiently, then I had a different goal, I did that efficiently, and now, like, my goal is, like, to level up, and I'm doing that efficiently, except, in a way, but, uh, yeah, I'm, I've, not really had like an epiphany and be like, oh god, I, I should just do everything ten times faster. I just have a goal, and that goal might or might not be efficient skill-wise, and I do it. Uh, I think I played for about a year and a half uh, RS3 before I got really efficient. Like uh, my second 99 was fishing, and I got that from like 80 to 99 on monkfish. So you know that. Oh shit. Yeah, it was like it was a long time, um, but after that, uh, I, I went to mine, and uh, actually, he's like my oldest Fruitscape uh, friend now. But he's pretty inactive. Uh, he was high rank in mining, so I uh, decided to go for two hundred mil mining. Uh, this was like before uh, living rock caverns and all that shit, um, and so I started mining grand. I ended up getting like fifty-seven mil mining XP, something like that, on RS3, but I never did finish two hundred mil, so I've kind of been into efficiency uh, since about like a year and a half after playing.
Alright, they recently came out with a new logo for Old School. What is your guys' opinions on it? Do you like it? you hate it? Um, look at it. It's on the it's on the homepage already, right? Yeah, old school homepage. Eh, was the old one have did the old one have the word old school or was it just the classic logo? It had it had the it used to just say. Old Pretty school. sure it was just the logo. Well, well I, I, didn't I haven't even school. noticed it, so I guess I don't care. Uh, uh, like I haven't even noticed it. It looks all right, I guess. I don't think it said. I don't think it said old school. It. uh... If it didn't say old school, then I'd prefer it to just be the classic logo. Yeah, just kind of what all they added is. on was like that red banner to the sword. And, look, and that itself looks completely different from RuneScape 3, which is good enough for me. But it's, I, I mean, I don't really care enough about it to... They didn't, I mean, they didn't pull it, which is fine. Like, it's not a game content. Uh, I don't really care, but it looks fine to me, since it doesn't look much more than, like... Uh, RS3 logos with those fires and things. It's cool at the moment. I think it looks alright. I mean, I'm, I don't really have you know, a, a too big of an opinion on it, but I mean, as long as it doesn't look bad, it's fine with me. It looks decent. I, I think they. Sh I think it's okay that they sh um, added like an old school alongside the uh, RuneScape logo. Like, I, I wish they just put in like little text saying that to say that it's old school so people like could distinguish like I guess people should know by now but I guess just to make it easier for people who are looking back at RS go like oh wait this is a different version of the game it's an old school version so they can know that way so I feel like it was necessary to add the name like to put old school in text there but I don't know if it, the banner was necessary the red banner they could just put like little tiny text underneath saying old school that would have been okay I think I think that it's okay. I think two weeks ago I didn't like it. I don't remember my reasons for not liking it, but I'm okay with it. I think Trance makes a good point in saying that it uh, anything to make it uh, like anything to deviate it more away from RS3 to I I, I guess I like it now. Two weeks ago it didn't. I like it. I don't have any problems with it. Nice. I think that they had a straw poll on Twitter or something like that and cuz they had a handful of drawings of it and the one I think this one was the one that had the most votes. I don't know what any of the others looked like. I don't know if they had different colors or anything like that, but I believe that's how they decided that they were going to go with this one. I could be wrong, but I believe that's how they did it. I remember seeing it on Reddit, and I completely ignored it, and it ended up being a legit thing, so whatever. I remember seeing that picture where you could, like, choose which one you wanted. I remember some of, some of them looking really bad, but it's, like, so ugly. Do any of you guys have any of the boss pet, or I guess chompy pets, too? Do any of you guys have any of those pets, and what pet do you most want? I didn't got any pet, but, but I was looking for a smoke level. Since I got eight kills of smoke level boss, and didn't got a pet yet. But the pet that I really want it's the armadillo pet. Uh, I don't have any pets. The only one that I would 
even have a chance at getting really would be the chompy one because at some point if they release like a comp cape or something i'd probably get f is it 4k chompy kills for the highest tier yeah um yeah I'd probably get that and i'd almost certainly get a pet within that time so um i don't have any pets the one that i want is a mole um i think like one of those monsters were one of the only ones that you can like make darts while killing it because you gotta walk in between well, you can run, but you could also walk in between killing it. I guess you could do that. But I, Which boss is that? The mole. The mole? Yeah. Okay. Also, I really like how the mole looks. Kinda cute. <laughs> Calling the mole cute. I don't have any pets. I don't have any plans on getting any of them. If I could somehow just have a choice and just get whichever one I'd want, I'd definitely want Armadil. I agree with you there, Cesar. It, uh, I, I just think it's so awesome how it's just fucking flying. I like it a lot. Yeah, I, I really like the Armadil pet. I don't have any pets because, you know, I don't do any type of bossing really, but uh, I would want the Armadil pet if you could just choose one. Um, on my Iron Man, I'm going for a dragon pickaxe so i might get you know, like a chaos elemental pet in the process on that account but other than that no plans for any pets at all um i have the thermi pet and i guess the chompy pet um an hour ago whatever um i want every single pet eventually but the pet i think i would like the most just for the way it looks is a kbd pet because it's black and everyone likes black <laughs> it matches your costumes it's going to be interesting with them coming out with all of these wildy um, boss pets. I don't even know what... Uh, I think the only ones that I know of are... There's one of the bosses that I don't know what it looks like. I know that they have the the scorpion, the bear, and the spider. And Vetion. Oh, well, Vetion's are like they purple, isn't it? Pet? Isn't that the demi boss? They, they made it anyway. Okay. I think they pulled it anyway. Isn't Vetion purple? Sounds like, yeah, it's like purple. It's like really oh, it, it can match my Artie Cloak. Okay, that might be my new number one. For, almost, completely forgot That's about Wilderness Fox. There's a skeleton, a there's a skeleton boss, isn't there? I think no. you should be, I think you'll probably be able to like, choose between the orange and the purple one, probably. If you get it. Yeah, yeah. same as Calphite Queen, you can change the... And colors. Zora, yeah. Ooh, Calphite Queen is one that I also like, just because it's just flying. I would take the, uh the uh, second phase of it. Yeah. Uh, the Kelly is too bad. Probably looks nice too. Would be nice to have a beer following you. <laughs> yeah, small, small little bear. <laughs> that that probably will look good. I wonder what those are going to look like. Alright, so someone says that they're really looking forward to old school surpassing RS3 in terms of players. We were really close the other week, and recently we've seen more than 56.7k people online. Uh, they think it'll be funny when old school becomes bigger than RS3, uh, because RS3 is just a cash cow for Jagex. Uh, do you guys think Jagex is scared of old school becoming bigger than RS3? If old school would become bigger than Runescape 3, I mean, considering how many people they have working on Runescape 3 compared to how many people are working on old school, 
I mean, it wouldn't be. I, I don't know how many JMOs there are. I think there's over 200 working on G3. It's like seven working on. Yeah, I think so. Even more than that. Like, there were like seven J mods working on old school. I mean, it also becomes a bigger game. Then they should hire more people to work for old school. I don't think they're scared because I don't think old school is, is actually stealing players from Mars 3. I think it's more new players coming in. I mean. Yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. Uh, and. A lot of the old school players are AFK not Brazilian splashing right now, so it's not exactly 100% accurate. <laughs> be honest. Don't yeah, uh, RS3, I heard that they have uh, people who are in the lobby, and like if people are using... Someone said there's a companion app or something, and if you're using that, oh my God. it counts that you're online. So there, there you know are what the app does? people. Do you know what that app AFK. does? It's absolutely ridiculous. What is the app? Let's, what does it do? It lets you... Um, put in buy offers in the GE and take out shit. Like you can legit merch from the, with the GE from like school and your i and your iPhone or whatever. It's fucking ridiculous. Would you like to see that in old school? We're on the top. Fuck would no. you want that? Hey, what, what do you I guys think about that, that coming the, into the, the game? Medium prices. Yeah, that. more than that. Okay. I don't think old school will uh, get bigger than RS3. I mean, it might. But, uh, you know, most of the J mods are on RS3, so, I mean, I don't I don't think Jagex would really like it if uh, Old School did surpass RS3. I mean, I don't know what they would do about it, but I don't I don't think they would like that very much. Uh, I think I recall in one of the uh, one of the streams that Old School mods did, uh, it said something like uh, they the RS3 didn't want content uh to be unique to old school like they didn't want to put something in game that old school or that rs3 didn't have yeah, i i remember that that was, that was, a, that was, a, that was a while ago though yeah that, that was a long time ago yeah that was like on release just, yeah just the just the fact that they mentioned that at all though kind of makes it seem like they don't want you know a lot of the player base to be uh in old school I'm looking forward to old school having more players than RS3, at least um, current players online, because I think that's what the person was aiming at. I I really like that we're getting so many new players, and um, as Raider said, if there's 200 people working on RS3, 75% of those motherfuckers need to be fired today. They are wasting so much fucking money on employees for that. If that is the case, that just... they make more money in RS3. Yeah, they do. They do, but more. do they really need 200 J mods? They make enough. They make more. They make more than enough money in RS3 to handle that many employees, probably. Yeah, I'm. I'm sure like the RS3 side is still profiting. Well, absolutely, like, they're profiting. I mean, yeah. So there's not really any reason to so change it. Like, that, they... that person does kind of make a point then by saying like RS3 is just a cash cow. I guess. I mean, every company is a cash cow. I, 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 bet, I think it's like, I bet it's like the biggest morale nuke ever to like Jagex as a company, just to know that the version of the game that's worked on with like one-tenth the people and ha has just removed like seven years of fucking updates is like a better, a more popular version of the game now. Not now, but eventually at this rate. I, I think a little bit of them might be scared because 
I mean, if you go to RuneScape.com, you see a small, small, small little box saying old school. The rest of it is like, spend your money here. Uh, I saw something someone posted in the shout box the other day, and it was, um, it said, it had RS3 on one side, old school on the other. It was like, um, put your wallet on an adventure or something for RS3. And the, then there was old school. Yeah, I saw that too. I know that I did, a terrible, I did a terrible job describing it, but it was a funny-ass picture when I saw it. Uh, they, they really just do no – they're not doing anything on RuneScape's home. Like, I, I don't know. They don't give a fuck about us, and I think that the home page needs to be updated. Like, click here for old school. Click here for RS3. They, they are purposely shunning us away because they know that they can make more money – off of an average player on RS3. But I think the old school success is great. And fuck them. Uh, I just want to point out that the, the URL, like 2007scape.com, redirects you to RS3's homepage. <laughs> it's fucking funny. Yeah. Alright, moving on. With Sick Nerd on an extended break, or possibly even quit, who knows. He did donate a lot of his money to um, the Well of Goodwill, which was really nice of him. But with him on a break, do who do you think, aside from Lynx Titan, has the best chance of being and maintaining rank 1? Uh, I think it's definitely, hey Jace, he's got all the money in the world, and... He's able to commit a whole lot of time. I think it's definitely him. Yeah, definitely agree with Randy. It'd have to be AJ. Yeah, it would probably be Jace. Can I think of anyone else that be a rank one? Uh, Cap King's a rank one in my heart. Ever <laughs> and always. I would like to see Vestful do a uh, prayer or. Doing prayer. He's done with the 100. I'd like to see him try to hold on to rank one, or obtain and then hold on to it. I think he could put up a better fight than what Adam did. So I'd, re I'd really like to see Vestfold do it, good player, and I'd like to see a motivated Vestfold try to hold off um, Forsberg. All right, now this this was probably my favorite question that we asked on the last podcast, just because of Maz's answer. Oh my God, uh, not this again! So unfor unfortunately, we didn't get to hear the fir the first response that he had, and I don't think there'd be a way for him to replicate how great it was. But uh, all right, are any of you guys embarrassed to tell some people in real life that you play RuneScape? I'm not embarrassed at all. Like actually, a lot of people that I know in real life know that I've spent like years on this game, so it it doesn't bother me at all. Yeah, I don't like to tell people that I play ten hours of the same game every day or when I can. Like since here in Brazil, people don't like RPG. They're just FPS games. Like, um, oh god, I'm. <laughs> Okay, um, nobody in my real life, uh, knows I play RS. Like, I'm pretty sure, like, my fucking brother doesn't even know I play RS. I don't think he cares, actually, but I, I'm pretty fucking secretive about it. Like, the extent to which I will go to hide 
the secret is ridiculous. <laughs> um, let's say, um, okay, so I actually, like, play in school a lot. Like, a lot of the time in school, I'm usually, like, AFKing something um, because it's better than no XP. And a lot of the times, like, I almost get caught. Like, I almost get caught, like, every single day, but I never got caught so far. But um, usually people, like, come up to me, like, and, and go look at my screen. I just, like, completely... Um, just hide my screen. I do whatever I can to hide my screen. Make sure they don't see what I'm doing. <laughs> there was one time. Um, not, this happened like twice actually. Like this exact scenario happened twice, where I would be in like a group setting, working on a project. I'd, I'd fucking I'd be daring enough to go click on that fucking U tree, and continue talking IRL. And then they would look at my screen and be like, "What are you doing?" And I would shut it off completely. And they would be convinced I'm watching porn. Just, you'd rather uh, them think you're watching porn in class. I, I, I don't know what... Like, they, they were like, come on, just show me. Don't be a bitch about it. I'm like, no, I'm not showing you. And I would just, like, comp turn it off, like, uh, computer completely. <laughs> just not let them know. Why are so, you so yeah. secretive about it? I don't know. But people think I'm a fucking weirdo now. Uh, one thing oh, that Maz was, was talking about on the last podcast, like, uh, he said that uh, he plays League and WoW, but... Yeah. Uh, he's he's not. Uh, he said he wasn't embarrassed to talk about. It. I don't know. Can you elaborate on that? Now? I, I, okay, I'm not embarrassed to talk about league because there's even like a fucking league club in my school. Like ha a lot of people I know play league. It, like I, I just I could be in class and I just hear people randomly talking about league. I'm like, okay, I guess it's not that bad of a game. Um, so I can be pretty open about it. And if people ask me if I play league, I, I generally say yes. Um, if they ask me what video games I play, they'll still say I don't play any video. I don't, I'm not gonna tell you what video games I play. Um, WoW, I don't really tell people, but I guess if somebody would ask me if I played WoW, I would have told them. But nobody's asked me. If someone asked if you played RuneScape, would you say no? Uh, it's such a I don't know. It's such a specific game that if somebody asked me if I play RuneScape, they have to play RuneScape themselves. So I might say something. I might, but that will never, like, when you, would you walk up to somebody and say, do you play RuneScape? Like, that just never happens. Uh, I'm not embarrassed. I mean, I don't walk around the RuneScape shirt or anything, but if someone asked me if we're talking about video games, I'd probably mention it. Um, pretty much all my friends in real life, they know I play RuneScape. They know I invest a lot of time into the game. They know I'm a high rank and all that. So yeah. So you're not embarrassed? Nope. I, I uh... You used to maybe maybe have a little bit of embarrassment, but now, like, um, if I have someone talk to me, like, I, I'm proud to say that I play it. Like, um, I had a co-worker of mine come into my... So my roommate was working with one of our... Uh, co-workers and um, they came into our room and you know late at night you know I'm playing and my roommate was showing them that I played and our co-worker was like holy shit like look at your stat like wow um, you, you really play a lot and I was I mean I, I was proud to say that I'll play it I if I'm having a casual conversation with someone I won't bring it up and say that I play I won't wear a shirt like Trance was saying, but if someone asks me about it, I'd definitely say yeah, and I'd let them know that the high rank. But I I do take measures to hide it in class, uh, sit in the back row, 
my laptop play like that. Uh, maybe even angle my laptop screen if someone's sitting kind of next to me so they can't get a good view at it. I guess made a little bit of shit like that. But, um, if someone asks how much I play, I mean, I tell them, just, I, I do play a lot. Like, I had someone on my uh, basketball team, uh, not last Sunday, but the Sunday before. Uh, it was whenever I hit one bill, my roommate was um, showing them, and I said, uh, they asked how much I played, and I was like, yeah, you know, I'm playing like 60 hours a week or so. It's, it's a lot. I know it is a lot, and I uh, really not not shy to talk about it if someone asks me about it, but I'm not going to initiate the conversation. All right, um, someone had a question for me. It said, why... Randy, why are you only doing fast skills? Um, really only doing fast skills because they have the least amount of potential to be devalued. They are, um, like, I don't want to do, like, agility and have it go up to being, like, 80K an hour. I don't want to do room crafting and have ZMI come out. I don't really want to do skills like that that can be devalued. So, I mean, the... Uh, faster XP skills I do, they have the least amount of potential to be affected or deva devalued. So, 80k XP an hour, GE agility course confirmed. <laughs> so if it were the other way around where slow skills never got faster and fast skills kept getting faster, you'd do slow skills first? Yeah. I, I don't want to do anything that's going to be, like I'd be with Slayer, I don't want to do Slayer, it's going to keep getting updated. It, I just don't want to do shit that my that can potentially be devalued to a huge extreme. It's a good question, but yeah, I, if if they started making crafting like 500k an hour, I wouldn't do crafting. If they made fire making like 700k, I wouldn't do that. But I don't want to do shit that has a big potential of getting devalued. Alright, this is from Maka. It, if you ha if you have anyone who is your rivals in old school like the person you always check up on CML uh, compare your account to yeah shit like that um, I don't really have any rivals anymore but whenever I was going for Nermel magic uh, there's a guy named uh, panda scythe I don't remember what rank he was I think he was rank four magic and uh, there's pretty solid proof that he was account sharing, like in order to get a lot of magic XP, and he just, you know, always said he was gonna pass me for rank one, and you know he would tell people in public that he was gonna get rank one, etc. There's no chance of him getting rank one. He was like 50 mil XP behind, and he gained like no more than 500k a day more than me. So I mean, that's that's the last time I've had any type of rivalry per se. Right now, I would say Scott Wilson, because, I don't know, a few days ago, he had like a 100-hour week with Slayer, and I thought he was going to pass me, but then he started to slow down again, and he's doing about the same amount of XP a week as me right now. Scott has been committed on Slayer. Yeah. Uh, I don't really have any vision that I keep up with, I don't think. Right. Uh, uh, I mostly said... Almost, uh, 
I I had a friend. It's two seven seven seven. Like we had a small Brazilian community in old school, and me and he are one of the higher levels in Brazil. So we just we just compete ourselves, but we still good friends. But that's good. Like like you level up higher. You want to level up higher much more than he. So that's a motivation to you. I say for me it's definitely Jace. Um, always looking at the gap between us and EHP. Always looking at the gap between XP and yeah, like he was doing nine crafting and I was doing Slayer. I was doing hand crafting, he was doing Slayer. Something like like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't have any rivals. I don't really look at anyone and compare myself and like, try to beat them. So no. Alright, what TV shows are you, TV shows, TV shows are you guys currently watching? Uh, do you like them? Maybe talk about them a little bit. Uh, well, uh, I'm not, I'm not watching something, not watching something at the moment, but I, I really like to watch South Park or Family Guy, something like that. Oh yeah. Uh... I'm going to answer this with shows that I'm currently watching that uh, I haven't watched every episode of. Um, I, I'll include like um, shows that aren't over as well. Uh, Walking Dead, Better Call Saul, uh, Game of Thrones. Those three, I think, are the only ones that I um, haven't seen every episode of. The, um, really, really do like Game of Thrones a lot. It's awesome show. Walking Dead is fantastic. Uh, Better Call Saul is getting really interesting. Uh, it was I was wondering how they were going to do it with it being a prequel to Breaking Bad, and I really enjoyed it so far. And I I, I really like all three shows, and looking forward to Game of Thrones coming up here in a month. Um, currently I'm rewatching The Wire again, and I'm. Know what I'm gonna watch after that? Uh, I enjoy watching like different comedy series like The Bang Theory and How I Met Your Mother. Um, I just finished watching all of the episodes um, from The Big Bang Theory. Um, I every week when a new episode is released, I watch that. And yeah, yeah, I really like. Big Bang Theory too. Uh, I don't really watch a lot of TV. I mean, there's a lot of TV shows that I do like watching, but I I really don't actively watch TV that much. And, uh, I also forgot to mention on the last question, uh, the guy who I had a rivalry with or whatever, he's since been permanently banned. GG. <laughs> um, there's only two shows that are currently like live on TV right now, like now, like weekly on a weekly basis that's Walking Dead and Better Call Saul. There's a lot of fucking T V series that I have not caught up to and I want to watch. And they might be finished they might not be I don't know. There's some there's a lot of them. Like White Collar, uh the One Hundred, um House of Cards I still need to watch. There's, there's quite a few. Can't think of all of them on top of my head. Yeah, I, I hate having to wait a week for an episode to come out at least I get to uh, like right now I get and for the last couple of weeks I've been able to on like Monday or Tuesday night 
I just uh, get the downloaded version of Better Call Saul and Walking Dead, and I get to watch those uh, both in a row. So that's kind of something that I like looking forward to, but I don't like the wait. I guess it. Uh, I, I want it even more with the wait. Alright, someone asks, what do you like most? Coffee, hot chocolate, or tea? I'd say hot chocolate, but hot chocolate here in Brazil costs a lot. So what I what I most drink is uh, coffee. Yeah, I like uh, coffee the most out of the three. Uh, I do like hot chocolate quite a bit, and I like cold tea, like sweet tea, but I don't like hot tea whatsoever. Um, I hate coffee. I like I love hot chocolate. Um, and I. Think he's alright. So yeah. I have never tried coffee, so it wouldn't be fair to me to say if I like it or hate it. I wouldn't think that I would like it. Not a big fan of tea. Uh, I I guess by default, hot chocolate wins. I would I would have it, but it needs. I, I like all those um, marshmallows in it. That would be the only. Like those little tiny marshmallows, that's the only way I would like it. Oh, oh, whipped cream, whipped cream too. Uh, I'd probably go with tea, but gotta make it iced sweet tea, because I'm from the south. And, uh, I never had, like, British tea, and I don't like coffee, and I don't like hot chocolate that much either. I prefer hot chocolate. What do you think? I always want to know what's the flavor of hot chocolate. Because here in Brazil, if you want a hot chocolate drink, you have to get a chocolate bar and put on fire. Because here, probably because here is a <laughs> tropical country, so it's they don't work much on uh, things when the when it's cold, when it's cold temperature. So Ciao. just here have cold things like. Hot chocolate, as I know, is just a bunch of powder and liquid mixed together. It's the only yeah. way I have it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you do things a little bit differently down there in Brazil. Sounds, uh... Yeah. I, I, I've never heard of that. Just melt a hot chocolate... Either. Or melt, melt a <laughs> chocolate bar? <laughs> That's real Iron Man yeah. shit. That, that, that is hot chocolate. That's not this powdery shit that we got. Yeah, we don't have marshmallows too here. I've never had hot chocolate with marshmallows, but I assume it would be alright. Uh, you gotta get a whole bunch of them small little mini ones, and it would taste pretty good like that. That's really the only way that I like um, like it. I think I've had hot chocolate like three times in the last like three years, and it's been when I've had to work um, security at graduations, and... Uh, for that, I have to start outside uh, in the cold um, with helping with like people parking shit, and it's really cold. And people just bring us uh, hot chocolate if we want it. And it, it's been alright when I had it there. Alright, this is one that I uh, was on the Hexus forums, and it's asked what your favorite candy was. So. What is your guys' favorite candy? 
Uh, I don't think it really counts as candy, but I'm a big fan of ice cream. I really like ice cream. But uh, candy sweets, you candy could goes, you could put it under the same category. All right. Uh, well, other than that, I would say I like uh, gummy worms and sour gummy worms. I guess. I love most candy. Uh, used to be Skittles. I think it still is Skittles, but M&Ms have gained a whole lot of ground lately. It's a it's an arms race between those two in which my favorite is. But I'm going to have to still say Skittles cuz I went grocery shopping yesterday and I bought these big bags of Skittles and M&M's and Skittles was the ones that I opened first. It's an intense tie between Milky Way and um, Cookies and Cream. Like the Cookies and Cream white chocolate bars, those are fucking amazing. <laughs> uh, I'll probably go with Pez, uh, but uh, I don't really fuck with the dispensers, I just eat them out of the wrappers. Oh, I like the Pez dispensers. That's what makes the Pez good. Nah, nah, I can't be, I can't be fucked. Put them in the dispenser. Oh, hey, it is a bitch like, putting them in there. Like, like uh, Smarties, like that. I've never had Pez. They, they, they taste pretty good. How have you not had them? What do they taste like? Kind of like Smarties, like Altran said. What are Smarties? What the fuck? <laughs> Where do you live? You don't live in America. New York? You live in New York and you never heard of Smarties or Pez. No. You don't get more American than New York, man. Unless you go to California. Well, it's, it's, I, if you haven't heard of that, I really don't know how the fuck to describe it. <laughs> um, I, I am at a loss for words. It's... Oh, I just Googled it. Oh, that thing. Okay. I, I never knew the name of that thing. Yeah. I, I've tasted that before. It's, for, it's okay. I think it's pretty good. I, I think the uh, trance, I think that the Pez, I, th I think the candy gets enhanced. Not by how, just like, if, if it comes from a Pez dispenser, I just feel like it's better candy for some reason. I don't know. I enjoy it more out of the dispenser than if I just like open it up, put it all in my hand and eat it like that. I, I really love ice cream. Like, when you go to those stores and... Well, yeah, ice cream and put everything you can on it, like M&M's, peanuts, all those things. Oh, yeah. Peanut M&M's, even. Yeah. Now, now we're talking. Put everything. I'm not a big fan of the peanut butter candies. Like what? Reese's pieces, like the Reese's uh, cups are okay. But I'm not a fan of like the Reese's, um, like the little circle things. But I don't know what they call them. The Reese's pieces. No, I'm a fan of those. I'm not a fan of the other thing, whatever they're called. Uh, they're like the M&M like tiny things. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like butter. those. I, I yeah, I don't like those. I do like the cups. I don't like those. Um, I like Starburst a lot as well. Those are really good. Uh, fruity oh, things like that. What's your like favorite that. Starburst color? Uh, yellow. I hate Whoa. yellow. What? <laughs> you guys don't like yellow? I, I, I eat would, yellow I to get out of the way first. My future yellow Starburst for pink. <laughs> <laughs> I eat, I eat my Starburst in a way that I have the best for last. Like that's always how I eat it. So I always eat the or, uh, yellow first, and then the orange, and then the red, and then the uh, the pink ones. That's the best way. Wow, well, I I I I don't know. I like the yellow one. There's something wrong with you, dude. 
Well, uh, also want to give a shout out to Kit Kats. Those are good. Uh, have you had Twix? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kit Kats are good. Twix is really fucking nice. I, I've, I've only had them recently, and they're fucking amazing. One more shout out to Snickers. I think they have the best commercials for candy. <laughs> you're not you when you're hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Those ones are really good. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think of some other good candy out there. Um, can't think of anything. Anyone else got something online? You know what the, I really hate? Those two little Twizzler things. They're fucking awful. Like licorice or whatever. What, what, what kind of Twizzlers? Just the regular ones. Oh, yeah, yeah. I like the uh, ones that you can pull and peel apart. You know what I'm talking about? I think I know what you're talking about. But they're uh, they're like these big, long um, Twizzlers, and like you can peel them, and I don't know. They're... I, I, I like them a lot. That... I don't like the other kinds of Twizzlers, but here, let me um, try to find the pull and peel. Yeah, yeah, I just googled it. I googled it. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Those no, are like those ones are pretty good. I like those. I, I just really dislike the other one, like the the big thick one. Yeah, I don't like licorice at all. Uh, want to give a shout out to Sour Patch Kids. Those are good. Oh what shit, Swedish fish. I've never had that. I, I've always seen like it, but I've those. never had it. You don't like them, Clayton? Uh, not really. Oh, I'm I think those are fantastic. Oh, oh, also orange slices. Uh, the candy, uh, not like the real oranges, but the candy. Those are pretty damn good. What do you guys think about Butterfinger? Uh, I'm not a fan, those. don't really like them. I like the taste, but I really, it just feels so messy. I think I've had two of them. Uh, not a big fan, just don't like them. Uh, Alright, moving on. Uh, someone says, when are you guys going to start doing face cams? Uh, I really don't know. I know it was something that I talked about a couple months ago, even a couple podcasts ago. It's something that I want... Fuck, I just banked my entire, um, everything I was wearing. Outfit? Jeez, yeah, I don't have my screen marker set up. I'm a jackass and deserved it. Yep, you're standing there with Oh, Jesus, I know I'm naked. Don't look. Uh, but someone, I, I know that I talked about it a while ago, saying it was something I really wanted to do. It, it, it still is something I really want to do. I don't know how possible, I'd have to really talk to people and organize a big group of people who for sure would do face cams and it wouldn't be something that we'd be able to do every week as well so I don't know if doing it one time would be good because people would kind of start expecting it every single time and if they don't get it I don't want them to be upset about it you kind of feel what I'm saying um Anyone have any other topics or anything they want to talk about? Anything we didn't touch on? Uh, there was a couple of questions. Did you like remove those? Um, there were two duplicates that I removed. Though. Uh, well, if you removed it, I'm just not gonna comment on it. There's one in particular that you removed, I think. 
anyone have anything they want to uh, talk about? Not really. I mean, as far as the face cam things go, the face cam thing goes. I mean, I don't, I don't really care to do it. Like, I mean, I probably would. I just don't participate in like the podcast uh, often enough to do it. And I don't stream or anything like that, so I never really needed the face cam. I guess. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to do it once and make people think that it's always gonna happen. I don't want to disappoint right, them I like agree that. Because I, I mean, you could kind of say. Stop recording. Huh? Stop recording. No, I'm still going. We're we're really dragging this on. We're only at two hours. I know, but we've been circle jerking the face cams for like ten minutes. Like two. Andy. It's been like one minute. Other than that one. The candy question. We were circle drinking the candy real hard, man. That shit was getting intense. Yeah. Hey, it was it was a good conversation on the candy. She gets sponsored. <clears throat> All right, so uh, that's gonna wrap it up for the Ten Texas podcast. Uh, thanks for watching. It thankfully has recorded my voice. I mean, I can see it saying audio and getting my voice levels. If it doesn't, I'll be so fucking furious. And if you guys have any, have any topics, or suggestions, ideas, comments, or anything like that, leave a comment or fill out the form in the description. And next podcast will be released um, the 21st, 22nd, right around there. And we'll look forward to seeing you guys there. Thanks for watching.